right. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome to my podcast called Let's Talk About It SLA. And today I have two special guests, Mr. Kuna and Anaya from SLA. Now, today we are going to talk about overthinking. Now, um, I don't know about you guys, but I know that I have struggled with overthinking um, in my life. And um, I just want to know if anybody else have struggled with that, because I know that like overthinking can really hinder you from like making um, decisions. I know for me it does or like, you know, completing work. So I just want to know if there is any common triggers that can happen when students overthink. Hmm. Hmm. So are you looking for like past experiences of overthinking or what you think we think leads to overthinking? Um, normally like what you guys think can lead to overthinking. Okay, so number one, it, you're basically stressed out about something. And I feel like this can lead towards projects or assignments. Mm-hmm. That you want you want to own up to someone else's expectations, especially the mm-hmm. future, because within that project, there's a certain criteria that you need. And then you have questions where you get confused because you're thinking it's this or, or it means that. And then when you turn it in it's wrong so you have to redo it and mm-hmm. yeah you tend to overthink about that a lot so is there any ways for teachers to you know help students with combat combat oh my goodness combating overthinking because i know once teachers are a little bit like vague especially in their assignments or rubrics it can be hard for like students to know exactly what they want because when like a student is trying to conform to their expectations, but you know, a teacher is like, Oh, you can just freelance this and you know, whatever you think, like anything goes. And you know, when you get that grade back, it could, you know, you can get like an, uh, a, a C or a D because you didn't meet those expectations. Is there any way that, um, teachers can help a student know like exactly what the stuff that they want from like the teacher and probably like it would be pretty straightforward and easy to say you like as a teacher i'm expecting a b and c mm-hmm. but that being said is there such thing as a good amount of overthinking Mm-hmm. Like what? What do you? What are your thoughts for both of you guys? Is it is being concerned and not sure what to do? Is that innately bad, or how much is good versus how much is overwhelming? What are your thoughts? What do you mm-hmm. guys think? Um, I think to a, a certain extent, like you know, over like this actually goes to my next question: Are there some ways that overthinking can be you know useful? I think that. In some ways, overthinking can help a student to think of new solutions. I know that helped me, especially to my through um, like creating my capstone because you know I had to go through like three ideas to get where I'm at today. But it can also be a bit uh, harmful because 
you know, when you're stuck overthinking, you're not going to get anything done. And um, you're going to ultimately do it the wrong way because you don't know what you're going to do, you know? Yeah. So when it comes to overthinking, can it be useful? I don't think so. But at the same time, it can be when you your decision process tends to work faster. So you're like, okay, I can do this real quick. I can change this. Let me fix that. Um, and, and with what you were asking, Madison, like how can teachers, you know, um, help with this? Usually they expect the students to sit up here and um, go to them, clarify the question. How am I supposed to do this? Is this what you're asking? And, and, basically it's up to the student to figure that out and if you're stuck you have to go through that but sometimes students don't want to ask for help or it's complicated to even it's just issues (laughs) yeah yeah I know what you mean because it's like there are times when like I've asked for help and they're like well you better look at the rubric I'm just like uh, you told me to ask you for help, right. and you're telling me to figure out on my own. I think, like, in, like, defense of teachers here, I think some, like, <laughs> depending on the questions, it's, like, I can see that like, teacher response. Like, if you're just, if you walk up to me and say, hey, Kuna, what do I do for the psych project? I'll say, like, all right, you should do what's on the rubric and follow those directions, you know? Because when you come mm-hmm. up to me and say, and you say, I'm, like, I'm lost, what do I do? Like, I will say, step one, look at the directions. Unless you have a specific question to say, hey, Kuna, I'm really stuck on the PowerPoint part. I don't get what you mean by this specific slide. Can you offer more guidance? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you see the difference between those two types of questions? Right. Yeah. right. yeah. So I think, right. like, do you think it's the goal of teachers to have students overthink? Or do you think teachers just want kids to think critically and make something on their own i think um i do believe that some teachers their main goal is for us to think critically but we weren't trained to think critically um we were just trained to like follow this and do this this and this uh, i i i think that's why like um like the college decisions and stuff is pretty hard because you know you know what you're gonna go through like um 13 years of your life but when you get to you know senior year it's kind of like this gray area of like you it's basically up to you um aside from that i do think that it's okay for teachers to encourage critical thinking and you know encourage us to think for ourselves Mm -hmm. but we need a little bit of guidance to know how to think you know what I'm saying and so when you don't give us the direction of how to think it's hard for us to differentiate like what we are supposed to do I hear you (laughs) I don't think I agree with you Mm -hmm. because like teacher hat on I think it does you a disservice if You need somebody, parent, teacher, Mm -hmm. authority figure, whoever, to say, hey, Madison, in order to solve a problem, you should do steps one, two, and three. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because when you find a problem, you know, oh, Kuna said do steps one, two, and three. Right? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. is that useful long term? Are you going to have mm -hmm. multiple types of problems? Or are you only mm -hmm. going to have the problem that Kuna told you about forever? Because mm -hmm. like, since you'll have, like, if you're taught how to think, mm -hmm. you are, in my opinion, you lose part of what makes you guys you. If mm -hmm. I wanted to make a bunch of students that think like me, that'd be terrible because I've got my own, like, mm -hmm background ideas and flaws and how I think all together. And I mm -hmm. think that wouldn't do you guys justice. I might say, Hey, one, two, and three works best for me because over my years, I've thought of this, mm -hmm. but I think it's more important to let you like jump into the deep end in yeah. senior year and struggle yeah. thinking for yourself because yeah. Come college and after college, you're going to have to think for yourself and make these decisions. What feels like overthinking might just be thinking through something on your own for the first time. And that's what life is. Mm -hmm. Right. And like through this process, when you're doing these type of assignments, you, you definitely learn something from it especially when you get feedback and you might not do it right mm -hmm. the first time but when you get it back you can improve from it and and you can think outside the box you can go your own ways and i i do agree with you um Kuna, so. yeah i think what i meant by like think like you know telling people how to think i don't mean you know in a real world situation like you know this is how you should think you know even though we were trained you know you gotta think this way I mean you know in a broad spectrum of like how to think critically you know mm -hmm. Keep, I, mean. I, I don't follow what you mean can you say that again like what do I mean oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's when I say teaching you how to think, I mean in a specific problem, you know, because sometimes you have to think differently depending on different scenarios. So, like, in math, you have to think a different way, or in language, you have to think a different way, you know, because you, you have to approach things differently and think about it in a different way. So... When you teach people, quote unquote, how to think, I mean, applying yourself to these certain areas. Okay, so you want more direction from teachers to say, hey, Madison, this is a exponential growth problem to plot this thing. You do X, Y, and Z. Is that what you mean? Like you like mm. that kind of specific skill on how to solve a specific type of problem, like in a class by class kind of thing? Yeah, more of like a class by class. Um, and just when it comes to specific problems. Now, when it comes to like things that are up to you, it's a little bit different because I do think, like you said, that people need to think on their mm -hmm. own and what they think is right, but on a basis of something, you know? I think that's something we have to learn on our own. Like we have to get right. like know ourselves as a person and what we can do and how to put effort into it. And like I said, trying to own up to other expectations. You don't want to do that all the time because it's it's your work and this is what you want to put into. You ready? You guys ready for this? What? Yeah. So going off what you what? said, Naya, mm -hmm. you know what you know and you know like what you can do, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you know 
what you can do? That's a good question. <laughs> oh, uh, you learn it. Do you want to answer? This? I mean, you learn it from teachers. They're teaching you uh, different lessons and topics, and showing you this is what this is. Some ways you can figure out this problem or answer this question. And so, mm-hmm. when they give you a question, and sometimes the question is kind of broad, but you can think outside of the box and put more information mm-hmm. into it and put in what you know. And what you want to add in and whatever. And then sometimes teachers be like, wow, this is great. Whoa. And this is something you can learn from other people. And then you can also experience Mm -hmm. like, wow, okay, now I know what I need to do. Like, I'm starting to learn more of of what I like, what I'm interested in, um, the type of person I am to do this or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I agree with you. I also think it comes from like experiences and and learning about other people's experiences um, to kind of grow into like your own self. So you can be able to, you know, like you said, like think out of the box. And I think when you do think out of the box, you create something that is new or innovative. Um, because you know you don't want to be in this like little box of like this is what I can do this is what I only can do but like if you don't try something new then like you'll never know so go your own way yeah that's that gives me more hope in hearing you guys talk about it this way at first it came Mm -hmm. off like hey Kuna we don't know how to think for ourselves we have to do exactly what the teachers say and nothing but what the students <clears throat> say. And that, it's, that's... Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just how students overthink. That's just, like, the main mm-hmm. general idea. I, I, I think right. it's only called overthink. I think there's a very fine... Like, I think, Madison, I think you should operationalize slash define, like, make your own definition for mm-hmm. overthinking. So think okay. about that right now. Uh, like, in this podcast for this half-an-hour episode... Overthinking is defined as blank. So what is your working definition of overthinking? Okay. Okay. So my, my, my goodness, my definition of overthinking is this. It's that when you are presented with a problem that you don't, or you're not sure about, and you don't really know if it's right or wrong, um, you tend to think of every possible scenario that can go wrong and you aren't sure of what the main idea or the point of what you're doing okay so do you mean it's similar to like a second guessing and questioning kind of process Mm -hmm. okay but i think it's it also sounds like you're going in the direction of doing it so much where it's maladaptive and gets in the way of the process itself Right, gotcha. right, right. So it's not overthinking of, all right, for this multiple choice question, I, th- I thought it was A, but I'm going to switch it to B. That's not overthinking. That's mm-hmm. just the reflective process. But if it's, right. I'm stuck on question one of the SATs, I don't know this question, I'm going to overthink and be bogged down mm-hmm. and question the SATs as a whole, which gets in the way of mm-hmm. your other 29 critical thinking multiple choice questions right okay so right. overthinking so much that it becomes maladaptive okay yeah mm-hmm. that's the word mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's what, that's what we're trying to say. I okay, fair. I think that definition of overthinking is, in short, bad slash negative only because mm-hmm. it gets in the way of the bigger picture thing. You know, mm-hmm. like right. all of these skills mm-hmm. are good in moderation, but if something is maladaptive as in gets in the way of the bigger idea then that's not mm-hmm. good in in my opinion anyway right yeah i i do i do agree with you with that because you know when something i think this is what students struggle on especially with you know assignments and stuff when something isn't pointed out directly i this is going to like uh, another class of mine but um when something is not directed um like specifically you know it's hard to see the bigger picture of the whole thing and you know when you try to do every minor detail and you're like oh my goodness is this right is that right is is the other thing right i don't know if this is right because you didn't say anything about this you know you can create something like this big cloud of of like what is this (laughs) um I think that especially with me um, when I'm not directed like specifically I tend to be like you know is this right does she mean this or does she mean this man I should have asked you know this question I had the chance why didn't I do this that need third which maybe you know ties in with a little bit of um anxiety but um I I do think that overthinking and anxiety even though anxiety is a little bit different it does kind of correlate with one another one another don't you like agree yeah it becomes a big deal and you get very overwhelmed but then again you're fine just go with your gut that's what I do all the time so, <laughs> it's right. and sometimes you're gonna get feedback and then teachers are just gonna be like this is not correct but this is what you can do and you can learn from that so it's mm-hmm. fine I wish mm-hmm. people didn't have to feel like that all the time I feel like that all the time but it's all right yeah yeah i i do think that there is like a a problem that we have just with students all over where um people put a lot a lot of self-worth in their work like they put their whole self in you know school and you know when it doesn't turn out right they think it's the end of the world they want everything to be perfect Okay. Person, yada, yada. Yeah. So, Madison, going off that point of, like, I do, like, want to give you guys as seniors credit for putting, like, your blood, sweat, and tears into a super cool benchmark project, mm-hmm. capstone, what have you. Um, mm-hmm. Whose responsibility is it to deal with this adversity? This adversity being, like, difficult feedback or a poor grade or a teacher correcting you? Is it on the teachers to teach a certain skill or is it on the students just to process things in a different way? What do you, what do you think? Oh, I think, right. Because, okay, so sometimes when a student does not do the question or assignment correctly, the teacher would tell the student, this is something you can work on or fix. But the teacher can also learn from their student. They want to be there for the student, so they're gonna start changing their their learning like criteria. Like, okay, this is what we can start working on. This is what I can do to help my student. 
And so the student can also learn from that. But within the feedback they get, they can change your answer and then get it together with that. Okay. Um, I like that. Zoom out further. Zoom out beyond the exact assignment or exact project. Um, Do you mean like genuinely like, like um, you know, like yes, life? Yes, genuinely like about life. Outside of your psych class where Kuna as your teacher will give you quick feedback or an hour of feedback. I think, you know, it. I, I do think that, like, if someone gives you feedback or, like, counsel, um, it really is up to the person if they're going to take it or not. Um, because I, I do think it's a life skill to learn how to take critical feedback. Um, I, I personally like critical feedback because I know what I have to work on. I know, like, which things that I need to improve on, which things I don't. Um, but I do think that, like, it's really up to the student if they want to um, you know, heed that advice because it's really up to them. Okay, okay. I, I hear you. Did, did I answer the <laughs> question? No, yes, yes, you did. But if going off this idea now, when you take Madison and Naya in, jump 10 years in the future with the skills that you have, it mm -hmm. sounds like you guys will both be awesome at taking feedback and criticism from other people, right? But mm -hmm. what do you do when you guys both have a problem in your life, whatever it is, life, family, job, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera? What do you do when there's nobody to check the rubric for you and tell you what you did wrong? There's no rubric. Um, Correct. You're right. Yeah. When the government says, hey, your taxes are due on April 15th and you don't do your taxes and you have to pay the federal government $4,000 because you're behind, what do you do? When you don't realize you need car insurance and you get in an accident and you're at fault for five grand, what do you do? When you realize you can't leave the like Honestly, these are all like the real life things that are common mm. problems that all have a similar solution like you're gonna have um, to be with well, well you're gonna have to ask somebody who mm -hmm. dealt with okay. those things and ask yeah. for those yeah. advice and see like, okay how can you do it um yeah <laughs> okay. that's why for help or you just you yeah, go help. with your just own gut and you do what you need to do that's that's it Okay, all right, Naya, going off that. Okay. What does go with your own gut, do what you need to do what you need to do mean? Tell give me some give me some steps yeah. about what that looks like for you. <laughs> because sometimes Yeah, what does that oh look like God. in Naya? So sometimes in these situations, you like you said, you gotta pay taxes and pay to the federal government four thousand because you're late. I mean, what else can you do? Because yet you're behind, so you might as well just pay for it. And and as, that's all I know. I say go with your gut because you own your own person. You use your skills, even though you can also get help. But the skills that you have learned in the past, you can use that and and put it towards something. And in this situation, you just do what you want to do. Go how you feel. You're your own person. Uh, all right. So, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't I, I, Madison, hang tight. All right, you ready? Uh, time travel uh, machine. We're all going to yeah. jump forward a decade. 
Y'all are 27, 28, et cetera, paying taxes. You guys have forgotten how you've done taxes for the past decade. And now you get hit with a bill of five grand saying, hey, now I have paid to the U.S. government, please. But in the next two weeks, walk me through the process of what you do. Dang, bro. Um, that's a great question. Um, what I would do if I have the money, I'll pay it. How keep going, but yes, and so, yes, and I will send them a check. Okay, what if it's not that simple? Well, I'll ask somebody, I'll do my research. Yeah, um, because what if the person doesn't have that money? I, what if I don't have the money? So, so what am I supposed to do? What do you think, yeah. Kira? Because we we're not even at that point in our yeah. lives yet. Now, what 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 would you do at that point? How well, do you pay your taxes? One month extension because <laughs> the government said we all get a break. But that Yay. being said, um, one of you guys said the key word in the past thirty seconds. I'm not going to tell you what that key word was. Oh, I, I that's researched. your million dollar thing right there man like this conversation isn't about taxes or that's rent help. that's looking up stuff health is still looking up stuff wait 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 Naya what'd you say right, I said basically what Maddie said get some help you can always look up stuff that's still a thing research you, is like that do you know how powerful that is <laughs> of a skill to have yes then why don't yeah. you do it now when you're stuck? That's that's another mental. Oh, that's that's a great question. Ask. Uh, because sometimes when you look stuff up, you don't look you. When I okay, so oh basically, <laughs> you want to be an independent person. You want to do things on your own. Right. And the skills that you have learned, you take mm-hmm. that with you and you think that's enough. But sometimes it's not and you want to ask for help. But it gets mm-hmm. overwhelming because you ask for help. People may look down to you or people just like, how come you don't know this? And people have their own ways of like getting help and why this is an issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be another topic for Maddie. But and, and sometimes it's like when you ask or you, when you do research or when you ask, mm-hmm. it's not what you're looking for. And which can be extra hard when it's a specific problem, especially when people are not going through the same thing that you're going through. Yeah. Okay. So not all of these situations are as Googleable as how do I pay my late taxes, right? Sometimes they're unique and different. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah, as Yeah, it's abstract and gets kind of weird in that gray area, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. research is good, but you've dabbled around this idea also. Like, So we know overthinking is bad, right? Too much overthinking, mm-hmm. as you said, is defined as maladaptive and not good. And it gets in the way of the big picture, right? right. Um, mm-hmm. We know research is helpful to reduce overthinking because mm-hmm. overthinking is bad, Right. Mm-hmm. What is something mm-hmm. more basic than research that the both of you guys can do right now as young adults that you are? 
Uh, you can talk this to somebody. This practice that I'm thinking about does not require anybody else. Well, take what you learned. Yeah. Apply it. Because mm-hmm. that's the information you have. That's the research you got. So. Yeah. Or, pri- or apply prior knowledge. Yep. I like that. What if uh, so applying prior uh, applying prior knowledge of the tongue twister that it is? Right. What if mm-hmm. you have similar prior knowledge, but you don't have exact prior knowledge to this specific thing? You attain. Do you mean like in a situation yeah. where you don't know what you're doing? You could uh, acquire a skill. So yeah, you can know what you're doing. You might not know, so you're just going through it. But you can learn from, like, learn something in that situation. That could be an experience. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's the, I know how to pay my car bill every month. That's easy. I know how to pay my electric bill every mm-hmm. month. That's easy. I can pay my water bill every month. That's easy. But I have to pay my taxes. That's weird. I don't know how to file annual taxes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, you can just hire someone to do it. Uh, <laughs> even though that helps the economy and yada yada money flow, etc. That's okay. But again, the golden answer is having you guys think about stuff on your own. You know? Because mm-hmm. that's the skill. Like mm-hmm. That is your basic level skill that you guys should have as adults in society. You know? Mm-hmm. But thinking on your own only gets you but so far, you know, because, you know, many people, they think on their own and look out, <laughs> look at the world around us right now. So it's not you want any justice. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we like the thing is, is that, you know, with over this is a problem with like overthinking and stuff is that we when we think on our own. Um. It only gets us but so far because we need guidance because like as humans, like we need to be guided somewhere because when we veer off to our own decisions, we can get into a lot of trouble and that's true. When left to your own devices, people will think of different things that might not be the right answer. You ready? Mm. That's that's why I'm saying when you make a decision, it should be based off of you know, what you've been raised with, your own uh, morals, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. For me, I just, l- listen, for me, I take the skills that I have and I will ask help, help if I need it. If it's mm-hmm. not the, the correct help that I need, I'm just going to go with what I know, learn from experience. If it's not the correct way, I can do it again, do it the, the right way for myself, and it'll be fine. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you guys, um, okay. All right. No, I'm, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about I'm playing 5D <laughs> yeah. chess in my head. One second. Um, you yeah. guys are right where sometimes you need guidance, Madison, or sometimes yeah. you think through it on your own, yes. Anaya. Yes. Um, yeah. Every, so, 
it does get a little chaotic going back to your earlier point, Madison, of unless there are guidelines, you will end up with a wide range of possibilities and solutions and possible wrong solutions, right? What skill right. would you rather have? Would you rather have a skill that says, I will think of my own solution and be right half the time? Or would you rather the, I will be told how to think by Mr. Kuna and be right 90% of the time? My 90% of the time? Yeah, 90% of the time. Okay, all right. Yeah. Wait, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Shining more light on it. Mm -hmm. If if you went with... Sorry. (laughs) If you went with deciding on your own, where you could be 50% right, 50% wrong, who's to say that 50% quote-unquote wrong isn't a better solution than what I was going to say. Uh, well, well, that, that means that if you're saying that, okay, if I follow your advice, okay, and you say that it works 90% of the time, right? And then if I follow my own advice and it follows 50%, it's 50-50 chance. And that means that if I follow my advice, it's, it's neither right or wrong. It's just it's either there. right or wrong or it's better. See? See? Okay. So looking okay. at it like that, then what would you prefer? Kuna says you're right nine of the ten times. Or your your own brain says mm-hmm. you're right, right defined as you'll get the answer Kuna wants half the time, or you'll be wrong and get something mm-hmm. i don't want to say wrong let's say something different you'll get something different than what kuna wanted mm-hmm. uh, yes that could mm-hmm. be wrong but or you might blow I me mean, out of the water with a new way to think about this cool psych thing right so what right. would you guys what skill would you rather mm-hmm. have i mean i guess it's thinking outside the box on my own to create something different that it might you know, yeah. make the teacher happy. Um, but that's just a 50-50 chance. Teacher, it's just like sometimes <laughs> you're just doing the assignment to get uh, that grade or you're just owning up to the expectations, like I said. Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing that all the time because then I'm going to be in a mindset where I want to do everything so everybody else can look at me like, oh, you did it correctly. So I'm just doing this for everybody else but not myself. That's, a, that's not a good skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because oh goodness, we could talk all day about like, you know, trying to please everybody else and instead of yourself and losing your own identity through that. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I guess there's that's a whole nother like self worth versus <laughs> that's yeah. like I that's, just think overall oh. <laughs> you can get help if you need to. And then you can also think of your think on your own outside of the box to, you know, get that question right or whatever. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Can I give you guys a little caveat slash an, another neat psych experiment? Oh, Lord. Here we go. Deal yeah. with it. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Again. There was, I, <laughs> pardon me for like not knowing the researcher or the years or the date or like any of the fine print really makes okay. it like. It's fine. 
And oh, okay. It, well, if you put a, it like a, that, it sounds like you already discounted everything I'm about to say. Oh. Um, so, like, with, like, more context altogether, there was an experiment where um, there was, like, a little puzzle cube, okay? Imagine that. Like, a little, like, six by six by mm-hmm. six cube made of plastic, and it has, mm-hmm. like, it's... Imagine that it's translucent, so it's like you or it's just painted, so you can't mm-hmm. see through it. Nothing like that altogether, right? Um, mm-hmm. In the experiment, they had toddlers, like two or three years old. the The researchers showed right. the toddler to say, "Hey, if you press this button, you will get a little treat slash candy, food, whatever the toddlers wanted." Um, and after training mm-hmm. and more time, over more time with the puzzle box, the toddlers would more often press that button on that specific side, knowing they got candy, food, snacks at the end, right? Which is cool. Like, that's mm-hmm. a neat skill. Right. But when, so keep in mind, this puzzle box, mm-hmm. there are six sides of it. There are six other ways to interact with it. You can press a button, you can slide something, you can twist mm-hmm. something, you can press more levers, pull more stuff, like very, like, stuff that two and three year olds can interact with got it mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. over time right. they were able to like they realized if i press this button i've been taught i've been shown i'll get a treat at the end okay we're doing it for the treat yeah which, mm-hmm. which is fine either way they get something they want right. out of it by pressing this button because it was shown to them because it works right in a different experiment mm-hmm. um all right, so in the first one, they were shown, hey, press the button, you get your candy. When they were faced with a box that had six oh, right. different, not six, six, one to three, yeah, when, when they were faced, faced with like a puzzle box that had six things to interact with besides just the button, they went to the button because they know it got what they want. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the experimental mm-hmm. or the other group that would fidget with it. And instead of pressing a button, the toddlers and the other group mm-hmm. realized, hey, if I pull a lever, I'll get it sooner and it's way easier than pressing a button. You know? So even though mm-hmm. the second mm-hmm. group of toddlers was not shown how to pull a lever instead of press a button, they discovered it on their own to realize, from my own experience, if I do this faster, I will be able to, or if I press this thing, I can get the food faster, Right? What do you think happened to the time mm-hmm. of the toddler that was tr- shown how to press the button? Do you think they experimented or do you think they just pressed the button, period? Yeah, they did I because they, they were shown the by button. the researchers that works out well. And zooming out a whole lot, mm-hmm. we slash this school slash these teachers slash parents, like people in your life, or not just zooming back into like people at this school, every time we give you directions or frame something in a certain way, that is putting up, that is putting you and your brilliant brains in a box. It is putting you in a box that says, here's Mm -hmm. the button to press. You press this button. And yeah, it Mm -hmm. seems innocent. You know how to read the rubric and exceed expectations, bada bing, bada boom, you're good. But when you get into the real world mm-hmm. overall, you're not going to know how to look at the other five sides of the cube on your own when it comes to the cube of problem solving or other big things like mm-hmm. that. 
So every time teachers, myself, or mm-hmm. anybody gives you advice or a thing to do, we are limiting how explorative your brain mm-hmm. is going to be because you're already in a box, you know? Yeah. What's mm-hmm. with you watching these toddler right. experiments? <laughs> Listening to on a podcast because it's super brilliant <laughs> and cool and development dislikes like the coolest thing out there. So, <laughs> Yeah. I, I do think that, like, you know, um, it's, I think it's hard when you, when, when, in all your life, you're kind of directed in this sort of thing. You can't do this. You can't do that Fair. because you're too young. That's, like, literally all my life. You can't, oh, you can't do this. You can't go to this. You can't, you know, this, that, and the third because, you know, you're not of age or whatever so like when you have that mindset of like what you can't do and then now you're like 18 you can do whatever you want you're just like yeah it's like um yeah i don't know if i like this because (laughs) like boss around but not like that but in a way where you're just doing right you're just following directions for what somebody said Mm Yeah, constantly following directions or like sit down and be quiet. You can't, you know, say this. You can't sit like this. You can't dress like this. You can't, you know, um, do this on the third. And then now you can do everything under the sun except like, you know, you can't drink alcohol because you know, it's illegal. Like we're not anyway. just do it. And so we should definitely, mm-hmm. like, especially when becoming an adult, I think t- parents, teachers, you know, it should sit down with these kids and be like this is something you need to figure out on your own and and yada yada or just honestly have a mental health topic about these things so it's crazy what <laughs> that's what we're what? doing right now. <laughs> man <laughs> Like, the thing is, is like, that is true. I feel like when you had high school, I think it's, uh, especially freshman year, it's, I think it's really good for students to just think, you know, by themselves and just think, okay, well, this is how I would approach this. And, you know, especially when you're maybe creating another project, you know, I suggest that, like, to prevent more, like, overthinking. Um I honestly think that teachers should say like, hey, you know, and I'm thinking about doing this project, you know, what do you think I should do? And like, right. you know, you guys can hop That's on funny. off of each ideas. And so, you know, okay, well, this is what they want. And then this is what I want. And so they know what they are going to yeah, expect. Yeah, with Spanish. Remember that? Crazy. <laughs> the teacher would be like, oh, this is the project you need to do this, make sure it's all fun and creative. And we do that. And then in the end, it's um, still not good to her. So that's great. No. <laughs> I didn't say no name. I didn't say no name. But also in that time, that's the bigger skill of reflecting, getting more feedback, and making sure you all you're you dotted your I's and crossed your T's, you know? Because yeah. sometimes in terrible. life sorry. The feedback was terrible. <laughs> <and> bad. <laughs> yeah, she didn't really help. She was like, You did this wrong, that wrong, and not taught teach us how and to do it right. We couldn't even redo it. Yeah. Unless the <laughs> yeah. last 
it was like it was last minute oh wait what'd you say it was it was last minute yeah oh well that sounds like definitely not a teacher's fault no we're not talking (laughs) talking about like last minute turn it in stuff no we're talking about about, like like, presentation submission right we couldn't she (sighs) okay anyway (laughs) 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 we're talking about like when we did the presentation she was criticizing us and we couldn't Mm -hmm. we didn't have we had no time it was like the last day of the quarter that we presented and she was like oh you didn't you didn't do this that and the third but she didn't like tell us because we just bouncing off of what we thought she would like so she didn't like yeah we didn't get the time to appreciation for what we at least done right that's some appreciation and it was a lot of appreciation and someone cried so (laughs) (laughs) an experience an experience how, so how did you guys feel? How were you able we to a lot? Wait, sorry? We overthought like we, we, kept, we, we kept overthinking. And the thing is yeah. that okay. The thing is is that the reason why oh for me I overthink is that because my overthinking is always right. <laughs> oh uh, all right, all right. I'm gonna fuck the brain on this one. Why is your why is your overthinking always right? Is it always right as in like you're, you should have gone with B and you went with A, or what do you think, guys? Because when I overthink, I'm like, this is how, okay, this is how I know it's going to go down. This is probably going to happen, and then it happened. You're just like, dang, well, if I didn't do this, then it probably would have come out this way, all right? But, like, I wouldn't be overthinking if my overthinking did not come true. <laughs> you ready? You ready? You ready? Right. Wait, 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 all right, hard right. stop. stop. Madison, you ready? Yeah. Do you know what the confirmation bias is? Nope. If I were to tell you right now, right. what is it? Like, if I were to tell you, um, what is it? It's like spring-ish right now. It's raining a whole bunch. If mm-hmm. I say, like, hey, watch out. Um, when it rains, uh, certain roads in Philly flood, like, 50% of the time, so be careful, right? Mm-hmm. We know it's March. It is spring. It's going to start raining a lot. Do you right. think you will notice more flooded roads in Philly now? Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. If you, like, as in confirmation bias defined as, you notice more things that confirms what beliefs you had. Right. So if your belief is, man, I should have done something else, your brain does a really good job subconsciously of noticing these things when your other idea that you didn't do was the quote-unquote right answer. So, even though realistically, if you were to document and track down every single time you overthought something and tracked it down, you realize, oh, it is literally 50-50. Or, huh, my gut wasn't right this time. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be unique. So, I think you're falling into the pitfall of my overthinking is always right. Why is my Mm -hmm. first guess never, never correct? You know? Mm -hmm. So, I think that's something you have to watch out for yourself altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, in that being said, circles around to like another caveat of sometimes, in some cases, it's better, it's more valuable to accept than understand. Yeah, I, yes, yes. Because, man, I, I like, this goes back to 
like this pandemic um you know it's I I, I wouldn't say it's you know overthink I mean yeah I do think it has to do with a little bit of overthinking but like people aren't accepting that you know we're in the middle of a pandemic and you know there's coronavirus going along going around I mean which is terrible I mean I I don't want to be in my house all day like I want to see people you know but like it's hard for people to accept that and they try to do everything they can to combat you know the actual reality agreed so going tossing it back to your like the ball into your court over here um what is more sustainable and more proactive and like more of like more of a realistic thing for you to do on your end is it more realistic for you to try to convince every person in you know in every person that you know in your life that hey this covid thing is real or are you better off accepting it as it is I think it's just better off just accepting it, you know, because some things, you know, some things are just beyond your control and, you know, you can't go back in time and fix, you know, your mistakes and everything and, you know, your regrets. So at this point, it's better to accept things you don't understand. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's, It's all right. Yeah. That being said, is accepting without understanding the best Thing to do all the time no i don't but i think in certain situations it's it's okay especially when it's beyond your control i do think that accepting the situation that you are in um is the is the best way to go uh yes and i want to make sure that... yes and no no no, no not you but like yes and me because i you're you're right it is not sustainable for you to think or for any of us to think that we can change the mind of every single stranger and person we interact with to say, hey, COVID is real, mask up, distance, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Though we all like hopefully want to and we'll see the importance in that. But sometimes we might not be in a position to act on all those things. And like, is it mm-hmm. is it possible to spend 24 seven thinking about how to tell and spread the word and remind strangers and family and friends of all these things to do. Oh, it's possible to do that. Is Mm -hmm. it plausible and realistic to do that in a healthy way without sacrificing Mm -hmm. your own life overall, like sacrificing Mm -hmm. like your time and effort in this thing called high school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like that's, yeah. But that being said, I don't want you guys to think that, oh, well, I'll just accept it and I can't change anything because that circles back to the whole I, other idea. Well, um, you know, yeah. when it comes to accepting, I'm, I'm talking about like accepting, you know, there's some things that are beyond my control, like this pandemic, I can't control that or I can't control what other people think or what other people do, but I can only personally you can control is yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's what you're trying to convey is that like, you know, the only thing you can do is to um, control how you think, how you feel, you know, and what you do in certain situations that are beyond your control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like this whole, what is it, hour-long-ish conversation. Wait. Awesome. What is wait, wait. It's awesome, and I've loved every second of it. Is there ever a one-sized-fits-all reaction to 
Chal- no, to a challenge or a problem. We- no. All right, exactly. So instead of that, I want to make sure that you guys have these tools and independence on your own to realize, is this a use my prior knowledge situation? Mm-hmm. Is this a research situation? Is this a this is more powerful than me. It's unsustainable for me to try to comprehend and fix COVID on my own. I have to accept it and say it is what it is for now. You know, like mm-hmm. these are all the tools that hopefully you mm-hmm. guys use when you over have the independence to use to avoid overthinking oh. or to avoid right. unsustainable things like that, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to being limited by what teachers people in power people in society say by putting you in a box where you lose that free thinking thing mm-hmm. where we want you to dabble in the chance of Anaya and madison you guys are going to think for yourself it's 50 50 you might get kuna's answer but you might also get not kuna's answer which is probably mm-hmm. better and new because mm-hmm. if you just become a yes person in society without right. any independence then Mm-hmm. We lose those like that, that amazing thing between your ears, you know. Yeah. Right. Go with your gut. <laughs> Go with your gut. <laughs> so basically, when if you or a loved one is dealing with overthinking, just either research the problem, ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Go with your gut, or <laughs> or. Or sometimes accept what's going on. Yeah. Or don't overthink it, but think about it. Don't don't think yeah, about it. Yeah, just relax. Don't, yeah, just don't relax. Maybe take a bath or something. Hey. <laughs> All right. I, uh, all right. I know that was an awesome wrap-up ending that you had, Madison. I'm going to bring yeah. us back. Like, sorry, fam. We're doing this. <laughs> we're circling back to here's why your gut is bad. Because okay. like some research out there says that your gut instinct slash what's in your gut. Okay. So I think okay. So this is what I say about your gut instincts. Okay. So sometimes <laughs> you know your gut instincts <laughs> can be a bit flawed. Okay. Because you know it's something that your initial reaction or something that you just want to do you don't even think about so your gut action is something that you're not processing so it's something that you could say you do i don't want people to get the wrong idea go with your gut any everything yeah right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go rob a store like no (laughs) not like that i mean right something it's it's mm. like an internal feeling so if something you're interested in you feel passionate about go for mm-hmm. it you know if right you feel is right then go for it right yeah i this is what i mean like when it's a gut feeling go on the basis of how you were raised mm-hmm. exceptionally okay yeah 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 uh, mm-hmm. okay yeah. i i will oh man how, how, does it, how, how long <laughs> are these episodes usually how long are you aiming for this to be i don't know this is it's my last one was like twenty two minutes. Well, <laughs> oh my God. well, you're gonna have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> well, this is this is it's okay. It's um, you know what? Each one doesn't really have a time limit, so if it's an hour, it's great. Like- We're doing an hour. All right, cool. So <laughs> there's another study out there that showed that when taking like a multiple choice test, et cetera, et cetera, 
people are more often correct when they stick with the first answer they put down as opposed to second guessing because their gut feels off and picking B instead of A. Not it. Right. Your brain mm-hmm. is lazy. Your brain notices yeah. patterns all the time that you don't really notice. Your gut right. feeling in your gut sometimes, like when your stomach churns, it churns mm-hmm. as a whole bunch of neurons around your gut that says, hey, Madison, I noticed a pattern in all these answers. And and I'm going to tell you that I think the answers right. are always B because the previous 10 questions have all been B. You haven't noticed that, but I got you on your gut telling you what to do. Yeah, you know what that's called? What's it called? It's called your conscience. No, it's not your conscience. Get out of here. No. It is. Okay, first of all, Ursula, everyone has a conscience, okay? I, I mean, it's, everyone's born with it. It's like, you know, everybody knows things that are right and wrong. I play, okay, maybe gut feeling and consciousness is it's probably totally different, okay? It's probably different. But what I'm thinking is that you know, your conscious tells you which things are right and which things are wrong. And you can help your conscience by doing things that, you know, you know what that are right, okay? And it alerts you when things that are wrong. Uh, so yeah. imagine, like, the first question that you said when we started an hour ago of, like, is overthinking bad? That was, like, a small can of worms, Right. Right, yeah, open the whole... So, with this question here of conscience being innately right or wrong due to past experiences, it's like you just open up a bunch of cans and throw them everywhere. Because, like, there's... We have to circle back to step one thing. How do we operationalize oh and define what your conscience is? Because like, oh if you go just flat out... If you just go, like, flat out learned experiences and saying, trust your conscience because this, that, and the other... We think about, well, whose conscience is right? Is it one over here that is very individualized based in North America as like the Western country that we are? Or do you want to go around the world and say, well, no, it's actually more. Well, what what I mean. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. What I mean by conscience, okay, is everybody, everyone around the world, okay, you know. We have things that we know. We all know that murder is wrong. Everybody knows that murder is wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That people will do it. (laughs) You're talking. All right. We all know that you know people do it because you know like your your conscience can not alert you, and then you know it'll excuse you for certain things. Okay. So we all know that stealing is wrong. All right, but. It's through your own experiences that, you know, your conscience is not alert. It's not going to bother you. When you know when you do something wrong, everybody did something wrong with their life. I attest to that. And you know what's wrong. Okay. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Go ahead, Kina. No, I'm, I'm letting you finish. I'm letting you go ahead. Okay, okay. You know, you know, you know that little thing in the back of your head that's like, man, you are a dummy for that. Fair. Okay. <laughs> that is your conscience telling you that was wrong. Now your gut feeling is different because your gut feeling is like, this is what you should do. Okay. It's intense. 
Oh, this is getting intense. Getting is, too deep. No, I'm talking about the gut feeling. It's intense. Which? It's intense. Okay. Yeah. But I think for me, both of them are intense. For oh, me. for sure. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it is hard to be aware of, like, what your cognition, like, what your brain says is right to do versus what your conscience says to do versus what your gut says to do. I think, like, my angle before, trying to explain, like, gut feeling on, like, questions like that, more often than not, like, your gut feeling is just your brain's shortcut to the right answer due to prior experiences, which is Mm -hmm. good and bad. It helps you get to an answer that has worked Mm -hmm. most of the time before. That Mm -hmm. being said, it won't work every time (laughs) when the answer is B and not C. You know? Maddie so okay. and and that's that's <laughs> why like trust your gut go with it i want to say hard stop think about it because uh, no because like mm. that's just your brain shortcut to say ah crap madison i was wrong this time but in the past question five has usually been b on all the tests you've taken before so probably this time even though you know for a fact that it's c i i, I do I, but it, it's also like um your gut feeling is something that you're also taught. Um, <laughs> it can. <laughs> this is going to turn into a debate. No, okay. this is like okay. we are allowed to have a debate and talk about and t- talk about this and make this twenty two minutes over an hour. Deal with it. You, I yeah, told you my afternoon was free, and you said, "All right, let's do this." And then and I was like, "Nah, two o'clock," and now it's two twenty, and we're here and. Really? Yeah. Oh, until you guys say hard <laughs> stop, yeah, I, there's the end. I'm not going to stop talking. Yeah. In there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had something to right. do. I was like, oh my goodness. I forgot Nothing matters more than talking to you guys and having these cool conversations because paperwork can wait. Genuinely. Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, whoever's listening to this is going to have a fun oh, time. Oh, <laughs> transcribe this 82 minutes of conversation. Oh, my file is going to be so big. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, anyways. Um, what were we talking about? We're talking about consciousness and gut feeling. Okay. No, not, you know, not consciousness, me- conscience. Conscious, <laughs> right. Very, very different. <laughs> <laughs> right consciousness is when you're like you know alive <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> yeah conscious oh child anyways um you know I, I think both can be taught you know it can both can be encouraged because I'm thinking when you're like I know we're talking about when you're older, but your older experiences translate to when you were younger and what you were taught back then, which can turn into your gut feeling. Because somebody is teaching you, okay, you need to do this in this situation. And so that's in the back of your mind because you were constantly told that over and over and over again. So now that's ingrained in your brain, which turns into your gut feeling. All right, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll bite. I'll give you that one. I, I agree. <clears throat> yes, sir. <laughs> that's 
that's like a, that's like an answer you expect your teacher will want you to put. But then sometimes there's an answer for your own that you want to put down. So lovely. No, I, 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 I'm agreeing with you. But the next question I'll give back to you is like, you know that voice in the back of your head that says, don't do this, this is bad? Mm-hmm. Do you think right. everybody has the same conscience slash moral compass? Oh, oh no. no, of course not. Because it depends on your own mm-hmm. experiences. So I'm not saying that like you should go... If it's trained, if your conscience is trained in the right way... Okay, where, you know, like, like, not to steal and, you know, not to do bad things are universally bad, okay? Like, not cheat or whatever. Um, When that's ingrained in you and you do those certain things, you know, your conscience is going to hurt you. But when your conscience is excusing you and you are going through these life experiences where, you know, maybe you have to do that or maybe... You know, you're in a situation where you have to steal, lie, and cheat. Your conscience is going to become more numb to it. And it's not going to alert you. And it's not going to hurt you. And you're going to think that, okay, that's okay to do. Because nobody calls you out on it. Okay, so like the more you do something, the more it happens. The quieter your conscience moral compass becomes in the end. Right. Okay. That is on you. You did that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. think you have to go against your moral compass sometimes? Unless you want to be in hot water. <laughs> what? Hot water. I am so happy you opened up this specific can of worms. You ready? No. All right. Okay. Um, you are driving down the highway. You're doing the speed limit. It's nighttime, etc., etc. Uh, it's a little bit mm-hmm. rainy out, slick roads. Um, you're driving on the highway. Nobody else in your car. You notice a person walking across mm-hmm. the street. You have two options: hit the person at high speed going 60, oh or take your car off the road. And you, there's a chance you might die. What do you do? Both ways, you gonna me, die. You, you gonna, uh, well, you know what? It's been a nice life. I guess I gotta. First of all, <laughs> that person in the street is causing yeah. you to die. Either. Right. Okay, so what are you saying? Yeet off the road and say, all right, I saved them at least. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you ready? <laughs> you- what, what's the yeah. answer? Well, there you, is no answer. You You're just, it's just more permutations and more details. You ready? Oh my god. There is... Oh Alright, you're driving in the car with each other. The other one's in the passenger seat. Same exact mm-hmm. thing. Madison's, Madison's the one. Madison, I, I mean... Anaya, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's driving. So, no, so you... I'm not driving. Let the stra- you wouldn't hit the stranger and take your car off the road? Yeah, because that's right. Because the thing is that even if I save Anaya, I will still be guilty of that person. Well, first of all, yeah, I would still. Can't you just stop the car? Like, it is too slick. You will end up hitting them anyway. Slamming in the brakes does not. Uh, 
Well, why don't they just go out the way? Do they not see <laughs> the cops? <laughs> Right. That whole thing I said about break the box, then get inside the box, not for this mind thought experiment right here. Oh, gosh. You know what? And I, it was, we had a nice well, I guess I'm running the person over because it is what it is. It doesn't matter because if it's icy, we're, we're still going to crash either way. Oh, okay. Well, okay. This is what I'll say. If it's not intentional, and you know it was beyond my control and it just just happened okay then oops wait what are they yes, gonna get killed we're doing 60 on a highway Ugh, what kind of scenario <laughs> is this this is Why? fun to test your it's brains like... and see how you can think about these things and realize there's no black white one two binary yes no it's gray area on gray area um, well, I, for me, I, I would just take the hit. You know, if I survive, I'll be great. But if I don't, then, oops. I think, I guess I, I want to hit person. the person, that's for sure. I would right. just try to get out of the situation, try to stop, try to pull over, try to do something. Try to just, because I don't want somebody yeah, else in man. danger. Because I know I'm the one right. that's driving. I'm probably going to hurt myself, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't want that on my conscience. All right. Um, it's you two and a baby in the back seat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Yep. So we're all going to die? <laughs> That's, a <baby. laughs> That's a shame. So what do you do? Uh, Luna's crossing oh. the street. That's a... Who is crossing? Are you crossing the street? (laughs) No, it's not me crossing the street. Somebody you abstract person you think about. Nobody you know, no well-known, anybody just random, Jane, John Doe, whatever your mind goes to when it sees a person crossing the street. Well, if it's not, if it's what if it's my imagination and I thought there was someone on the street? There is a nobody... there is a person on the street. You can't not not see a person. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! What I do was, you want us to I run was, the person oh. over? <laughs> I want you to think about how much it will take to change your initial decision. My, I think I'm just going to go with my instinct right. and oof. because. Because how are you measuring the better or not as bad choice? Is it like a strictly numbers two is less or two is more? Than one? Well, I wouldn't be if I knew the rain was like like that. Then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't you, be outside. You can't control <laughs> delete this thing. The scenario was happening. Oh my god! I would. Uh, I would, You know what? It was. No, it was fine. Well, like I said, I would just stick one. to one problem because in this situation, you wouldn't just stick to two. Like you don't want to overthink in that because it's too right. dangerous. I, yeah, I, I think I would. I honestly, if I was in that situation, I would probably try to divert it, and I would accidentally kill everybody oh my in God, the car. I'm trying to. That's her. <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, 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 you would like, crash unintentionally. We wouldn't even get to the the spot because then I no, you would crash me. into a tree. I, while I, I have to risk my life trying to to stop the car. I will do it because I'm not going to sit up here me and too. think of yeah. two ways. What should I do? And then right. be messed up. Right. I I would think of how to divert the, the situation and save the person. That. If I crash, I crash. I die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, at least we saved the person. And the person's going to feel bad. Like, no, well, that's a shame. How comfortable. Yeah, what would you do? What would you do? I don't have Yeah, what an would you do? Like, I genuinely am not sure. Like, I like instinctively, I'd say avoid the person and see what happens. Because that's just right. me. Because, like, instinctively, I'd rather. Yeah, it's the chance it and try something else as opposed to hit a stranger because of this that and the other you know that's mm-hmm. just right. me um but the whole practice of this thing it's like your trolley experiment or it's like your just this kind of situation altogether made to make you guys feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. made to help you mm-hmm. process and think about yeah appropriately without overthinking mm-hmm. everything because this is a three, two, one, mm-hmm. what do you do? You know? And granted, your odds are you're not going to mm-hmm. be faced with a, I'm on the highway at nighttime in the rain and I'm trying to hit or not hit somebody. Right. But the point is, this is all about like, mm-hmm. this is a little bit different than overthinking because it's just about like weighing these things on your moral compass in your conscience on your brain mm-hmm. and figuring out like what, like trying to uncover that conscience slash that moral compass in your brain because you have some people that say Mm -hmm. you know what i am going to preserve myself and hit the person and this is what it is in that case you start adding Mm -hmm. two people in the road versus a person like a young person old person guy woman mother Mm -hmm. with a child child in the stroller all these things to see how that sits Mm -hmm. with your brain you know Mm Because that's just cool, big picture stuff that isn't about like, what do you actually do in the situation? It's more of a, how do you gauge those hardwired things and question those things in your head? Because the second you become Mm -hmm. rigid in what your mind is, is when you can't break outside and think outside of the box when you hit problems in your life. You know? This is more like gut feeling. You just got to go with your instinct. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes. Not all the time, cause child, because it's just people like, going with their instincts and in a situation like this. This is just one right. Thing. I, 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 yeah, I could, I would, if I overthought this and I was in that situation, I would probably accidentally yeah. hit the person because I would freeze and can't. I couldn't think. I can't think when I um. Yeah, I'm overthinking. I can't like I even though I'm thinking, but I can't do anything productive while I'm overthinking because I'm in stuck in this like box of like if if I do this and you know it will go this way. If I do this and it will go this way. And especially when there's things that like it's gonna be wrong. It's like well, if I do this, it's gonna be wrong. If I do that, it's gonna be wrong. So like, what am I gonna what am I supposed to do? You on your own with that. You in the car. Thanks, Anaya. I really <laughs> yeah, appreciate nobody, you. Bro. 
<laughs> so. But like this, I think the, this whole past entire podcast episode that you have can be summed up with what Anaya said and how Madison responded. You just got to go with your gut. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, comma, sometimes. And the, well, yeah, comma, sometimes. not always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like doing the right thing. Also, I, I do think that you, you in sense a little bit, oof, oof, girl. <laughs> Anyways, sometimes you have to, when there's something that you can't think, you have to go off of mm-hmm. what you know. Right. And, you know, these life skills is training us to be like, okay, well, when stuff hits the fan, you got to be on your feet and run. Because there are sometimes where there's no time to like think stuff through. You just gotta, what you're gonna do next? What you're gonna do next? You know what you're gonna do next. And I think with overthinking, it's like it really depends on certain situations, on when to think. Sometimes what you think is overthink is you thinking through a problem, and you're allowed to think through a problem. But in other situations where you just can't think and just go off of what you know and then there's other problems where um you have to what was it i forgot i forgot anyways um yeah your control i had a brain fart yeah where it's beyond your control and you just have to accept it yeah (laughs) like Yes, I agree with all of that. And again, like, I'm proud of you for thinking of the idea of it's okay to think about, you said, it's okay to overthink, but just a little bit. So if you're overthinking just a mm-hmm. little bit, what do you call that? Yeah, exactly. Overthinking is only bad when it becomes like maladaptive and gunks up the work so nothing can happen. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, decision making. Uh, yeah, it's decision making. You know, you think, you just think through it. You know, in different situations. Um, you know, if you think that you're overthinking, you're actually thinking it through. If it's something that's constantly on your mind and it's taking up everything and you can't do anything because that's on the forefront of your mind. Then you are overthinking it and you have to, you know, take your mind off of it because you will not do anything productive if you do that. Right. It's it's pretty concrete. No, it's not concrete. It's abstract. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I like that. How do you, how do you guys feel? I learned something I feel like this, (laughs) I feel like this is, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i feel like this get is... out of here anaya but i hope you did learn something new <laughs> i feel like this was a really this is what i was trying to get at like this is a whole capstone project is having a conversation about you know this thing about like mental health it's just like you know you could just have a conversation and then you know create a uh, somewhat of a solution of how to you know combat these things 
rather than, you know, oh, this is wrong with this and, you know, that's why I hate this and that and the other, but like, okay, create mm-hmm. solutions for it. Yeah, I got you. Do you think it's like better to yeah. combat these things or process these things? Mm, I think it's better. Well, I think it's both, you know, I, I think that nobody wants to overthink, but you know, when you're suffering from something, um, you, it's better sometimes to just learn how to cope with it, you know? I think this is more of, like, how to cope with it and yeah. what things that you can do to cope with it. Understand your process. You know? Right, understand Yeah, because coping is one of your many skills that you have in your toolbox of <laughs> dealing with this thing called life. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my goodness, this recording is going to oh, take like three Oh, you, you think we're done? Wait, how are we ending this? How are we ending oh, this? I... If it's how anything short this? of Anaya saying, I learned something new, that's not a good ending. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so, oh, what am I going to say? Okay. You know, thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate it. You know, we had a very, very, very productive and deep conversation about overthinking and ways to cope with it, whether it is based off of different situations, like you said, multiple times. Um, In some situations, you can overthink a little bit. That means that you are thinking it through. Um, When there's something beyond your control, don't think about it too much and just accept it and then you know, there are situations where you have to go with your gut feeling or moral compass. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us on. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to listen to this, this will be on Spotify awesome. and Sweet. YouTube. Thank you guys. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Okay. Bye.